Is it working? Is it working? Yeah. It's working? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I have to repeat everything I just said. <laughs> Go for it. Take two. <laughs> Daggone it. Okay. It won't be repeating for them. It'll be the first No, time. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know why I got turned off. Anyway, what I was saying was, is that this is episode five, and I'm very proud of us for getting to episode five. And you guys know how excited I have been about our guest this evening, which is Nicole Elizabeth, animal communicator. Yay! Hello! <laughs> um, so before we get started with Nicole, you guys know what time it is. It's time for the news. Yeah, so news wasn't either easy this week. I think uh, there's some things going on in Europe that are uh, becoming most of the news this week, but... I did find a few interesting things. Um, the first one is uh, snakes on a plane. And what? You can, you can, you can put uh, the Samuel L. Jackson quote in there if you would like. Uh, an Air Asia flight was diverted after passengers spotted a snake on their plane. Mm. Passengers on an Air Asia flight had their trip uh, rerouted after spotting an uninvited passenger on the plane. And there was a video that was posted by a passenger onto TikTok um, that has a picture. It's like the snake behind like one of the lights on the side of the plane. So you could just see like the shadow of the snake. Uh, yeah. So there were some snakes on that plane. Yeah. Get these MF and snakes off this MF and yeah. plane. They so, literally they literally had to it do that. Actually, it actually <laughs> happened. They had to divert the flight. Uh, Do the they say what kind of snake it was? Um, no. Let's no. see. The video has been shown, uh, been viewed two million times, two million views. Um, I don't think it said what. Doesn't say. Because I just picture. This is not the first time that it's happened. There's been a couple of them. Uh, I picture a giant snake. You know. Like a boa mm. constrictor or something. But it could have been a small one. Yeah, I can share. I have a link to the video. I can share the video in Discord. <laughs> Salty said, a slippery snake. If it's yeah. slipping through the light, I guess it I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second story tonight uh, is one that's close to my uh, uh, heart, which is archaeologists believe they discovered the tomb of Santa Claus. <gasps> no. Are you serious? A team at St. Nicholas Church in Demre, Turkey, has found an intriguing shrine beneath the floors. So they were essentially doing like um, some scanning. There's like some uh, mosaic tile floors in that church that are ancient. Mm -hmm. um, and they were doing like some surveying and they found a chamber through the survey under the floor. Um, so now they are removing the mosaic like tile by tile so it can all be put back the way it was before so they can uh, bust open the floor. Hope they make a good map. To... <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's all archaeologists that are doing this. Yeah. So hopefully they know what they're doing. Because me and Little um, Wing, we worked in a place that made mosaics. And I'll tell you, yeah. it's, not, it's not so easy. Yeah. So uh, they are going to explore. There's been lots of myths over the years of different places that St. Nicholas uh, was kept. Rumors that his bones were taken out of Turkey um, during the Middle Ages and taken to Italy. But archaeologists are becoming convinced that this might be the final resting place of St. Nicholas. Wow, that's really cool. 
Salty said there was a viral video a few years back with the dude dressed as a snake. Yes. Is it the one where he's like, I'm a snake. <laughs> if it is, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I thought I added this story and I thought maybe Nicole Elizabeth might, uh, might like this one. And that's a, a cat named Snowbird um, uh, was lost. Uh, more than six years ago, whoa! Uh, at a at a at a birthday party at the, at her family's uh, child had a birthday party. Um, the cat went missing. They assumed that it had been taken by a predator or something. And six years and fifteen hundred miles later, the cat was discovered in Florida, and she had originally lived in Maine. Holy crap! Wow, so, that's awesome. How did the cat get there? They don't know. That's uh, a long looked, way. The story says he looked for her for quite a while and sadly concluded that she had become prey for a predator. Uh, a, veteran's, a veterinarian's office deter, determined the <laughs> cat's identity thanks to an implanted microchip. Wow. Um, you know, I think I might have heard about that story. And it's funny because it says that the veterinarian interrogated her quite strictly and she is not talking. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Uh, you got to have an animal communicator talk for to that. Nicole Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, they might say a little bit more. I bet Nicole would yeah. be able to ask the cat. <laughs> yeah. How the hell? That stuff running through my brain. <laughs> how the hell did you get to Florida? <laughs> In six years. I mean, six years. Six ago. years. Yeah. Um, mm. So uh, tonight our guest is Nicole Elizabeth. Yay! Uh, she studied animal communication with Lillian Steiner through Finley College, Trisha Carr, and Helen DeVita, as well as mediumship with Cindy Keza. Woo, and Cindy! <laughs> Nicole is a certified Reiki master and animal Reiki master, advanced angelic killing practitioner, and certified advanced angelic killing teacher. She has worked with clients from all over the world, including the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Japan, Singapore, Spain, France, and New Zealand. Join us tonight from Australia. Please Woo! welcome Nicole Elizabeth. Yay! We need a button where I can push it and it has applause. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! We have a crowd, but we can't really hear them. Yeah. Oh, I had to mute myself because my one of my worst traits is talking over people because I get so excited. I'm like, mute yourself so you don't talk. You um, were writing stuff down when he was talking about the cat. What did you write down? So, okay, so like I don't want to I don't want to forget this. So, missing pets. <laughs> it's so funny that comes up today with the peahen story I was telling you. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, owners, me included, when you have a missing pet, what do you do? It's dead, it's been killed, some you know, like it's been run over, like it's always worst-case scenario. And because our brain protects us because that's the way we can sort of get closure and um move on basically. Yeah. And I've worked with missing pets since 2014 uh, with like lost pet register, so coordinating missing and found pets and all that sort of stuff. And I can tell you the majority aren't dead. Um, but even just this morning, as I was telling these two, <laughs> my peahen was fighting off um, a hawk or an eagle and the her baby went missing. And I was like, that's it, she's dead, <laughs> being overdramatic. Yeah. Um, but generally, you need that third party, that third person to, to say, look, no, I can feel them alive. And and when animals like that show up in different, I don't know where Maine and Florida is. I'm assuming it's a long way. It's a long way away. Yeah. Sometimes they can actually get caught in cars. 
and go on trips mm -hmm. um, and then they're trying to find their way home. Um, some animals are, what was it, a cat was walking for, I know you guys use miles and we use kilometres. Yeah. I've had a cat turn up 40 kilometres from home and wow. it just walked there. Um, it had moved and it had actually walked home because it was going back to what it considered home. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there, and a lot of cats too can go in sewer systems and they can um, get long distance between the around the sewer systems. Sneaky little, sneaky little sneaks. Mm. <laughs> so you need to look down drains as well when you see, wow. um, when you're looking for missing pets because they can actually get in quite, well, over here they can get in quite easily and get out quite easily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so nothing will surprise me. I think the longest I've heard was 14 years of missing cat. Wow. Yeah, it is always the cats and the damn cats. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the pets that do pass um, generally get found quite close to home and mm -hmm. quite quickly because, um, you know, a lot of them get killed. It sounds terrible, but, yeah, it's – it's but having a missing pet is so distressing. It yes. Is, like, cause it just happened quiet. to you today. I know, and I was <laughs> Hey, she's fine. She's over there. Um, my, like, my, my human mogul brain was kicking in. And yeah, that's why often, um, like, I have a colleague, Courtney, and she does animal communication. Often, like, I'll ask her to talk to mine sometimes, or she'll talk, oh, mom, yeah. talk to her horse sometimes. Because sometimes it's easier when you don't have that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And. It's like dog training. Like a dog trainer can get your dog to do anything and you mm -hmm. get it home and you're like, sit. And it's like, you don't yeah. expect me to sit. Hells no. Um, because they don't have that emotional connection. So when they say something, they expect it and they get it. But yeah. we say we don't want to hurt them. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what I'm doing, you know. So. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I tend to waffle, as you can see. <laughs> we have uh, our friend Little Wing on here. She, They definitely are the, the dog owners that don't want to hurt the dog so they they, do, they need the dog trainer <laughs> yeah. you do and it's not a it's like putting someone in a job you wouldn't put them in a job and not train them even yeah. if they've been in that job before so you wouldn't raise a child and not show the child how to be a human mm -hmm. so you you train a dog how to be in the family like it's and it can actually be a really fun experience because then it creates bonds between you two as well oh, yeah so, I think, and then the dog actually. Once you get an animal to trust you, like they'll do anything for you. Mm -hmm. So you get that trust through the training, and they know that no matter what, you've got their back. You've got a good animal. That sounds wonderful. Little Wing said, "We yes, we do. Behaviorist sometimes something yep. for this little brat." <laughs> <laughs> do you know I've got four dogs. And two of them are here, two of them are deaf. And if there's any disharmony or if they ever play up, we put them all in boot camp, our boot camp, for a week <laughs> every day, morning and night. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't take them that long to fall back into line. And, oh, gosh, I can't remember the last time we've actually done it. When we moved here probably about four years ago. It's just to get that balance. Sometimes your balance get out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Because um, life changes and it's just kind of to bring them back into that balance. And, yeah, so I feel you. I feel you. Wander has redeemed the hydrate. I'm going to have some of my coffee. So my first question for you tonight, Nicole, 
is how did you know that you could communicate with animals? Oh, good question. Um, I think I was actually telling Jenny this mm-hmm. earlier on in the week. Uh, so I, Nicole Elizabeth is my business name. I'm Nicole, obviously. Elizabeth is my past cat. She was the cat that I spoke to first. And for me, it was just normal. Like I didn't even really use my words. I would just talk to my cat and we'd have this. You said it was when you were a kid, right? How how old were you when that started? Oh, little. Um so I remember, dad of the year, my dad was looking after me and I remember nearly drowning in like a music park. Oh my goodness. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's it. I'm drowning. I'm dead. I'm accepting my fate. Because as kids, you tend to accept things easier. Yeah. So calm and peaceful. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then I got yanked out of the water and, you know, from that point, that's when I'd started seeing, you know, like someone would just walk into my room or then we got the cat not long after. So it was just kind of. So you kind of had like a near death experience. That yeah, started and it. Sort of like yeah. Sparked it. And, wow. But for me, I don't know why I was just drawn to the the animals. Whereas my sister is drawn to the humans and the, I, I find humans hard to comprehend. Because <laughs> there's so many variables. And yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. animals I don't know, ultimately just here to teach you and love you and, you know. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's simpler to me. Yeah, I can um, see that. But yes, yeah. I'm, yeah, they just <clears throat> it's just my fuss. And so I do remember when I was little and I was out somewhere and I had to say to my cat because it was raining, I think we are at the canals when we were kids playing at the canals, and I said, you need to go home. I, you need to go home because it's raining. I don't know why I felt the need she had to go home. She could look after herself. <laughs> but she did. She went home. And by the time we got home, she was waiting for us. Um and so little things like that, she'd walk us when we'd go to school, she'd walk us to a certain point right near the highway. She wouldn't go on the highway. She'd stay there. She'd watch us leave. And then when we come home, she'd be in the same spot waiting for us. And then she'd That's so home. cool. Like, what a cool cat. She was the best. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of, but then when you get a bit older, you know, when you get to that teenage phase and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, normal yeah um and then, then you're like, yeah. you just want to fit in then you yeah. realize that oh wait a minute me talking to my cat mentally was not normal <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know i could oh i've got a photo on my, on my wall i could hear i remember being in my bedroom at night and i could hear all these people talking out my window and i'd constantly say to my parents there's all these people talking i'm sick of hearing them and eventually i just got so sick of it and just shut it all down yeah. And I must have like put this like steel trap on it because it took me a lot to open up again when I was in my late thirties. Yeah. I so, think yeah. I think that happens to a lot of people. They they have yeah. it when they're little and then something happens to make them turn it off and, and some of them never yeah. turn it back on. And some of them yeah, and yeah, some of them do. Like my mom was she she definitely had like she would have premonitions, but they were never good ones. So then she turned it off because oh. she didn't want to know bad stuff. <laughs> And she never really went back to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it comes through. It generally comes in the generation, doesn't it? Yeah, it does seem to. It's like genetic. It's interesting. It's got to be, right? Got to be genetic. But then also it's environmental because yours turned on because you had a near-death experience. Well, that's true too. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people starts with trauma too. I think Cindy mentioned that, you know. If you have a yeah. shitty childhood, sometimes that, you know, gets you going in that direction also. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you can, <clears throat> I can understand that too because that's your escape. Mm-hmm. But what you're escaping to is actually more real than what we are experiencing. So it's kind of like you're drawing it closer and then what you place your energy in, you focus on and it comes to you. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just, a re- just a reminder to chat if you guys have any questions tonight, yeah. you can relay those questions. Um, and if you got questions, come up. Get those answered. Yeah. Feel free to ask them. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I have a question, and and you said that our the animals are here for love, and you but you talked about also to teach us. So yep. what are the animal? What do our pets and stuff have to teach us? That's a good question. <laughs> um, so many different things. See, your wife did say you're a very good interviewer. He is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately basis of most animals is pure love trust and harmony and what people don't have in their life most of the time is love trust and harmony and sometimes animals I always say you get the animal necessarily the animal you want because sometimes by them acting up I'll give you an example if you have a dog if you have anxiety and all of a sudden you get a dog with anxiety and then you're feeding off each other's anxiety Having a pet with anxiety and trying to help them work through their anxiety and giving them tools and focusing on them actually helps you with your anxiety and then um, it's kind of like a support system. Sometimes they will, you know, sometimes they'll be in protest too about things and but they'll change your behaviour because you're not doing something that's for your best good, you know, the highest good, and they just want to – because they can see things that we can't see. And I'll use cats because they're just – cats and horses are these amazing spiritual animals. And they can Maybe that's see. why I like horses so much. I love horses. I didn't realize they're, that they're like that too. Oh, see, the I have a few clients who have horses, and it's interesting because of all the farm animals I have, I don't have horses. Um, but I connect to them and they just have the, – like – they have these beautiful messages and um, the owners, thank goodness, can confirm it. Uh, but they want you to, like, the, what was it? One horse told me, you know, the spirit of, like, the time of Christmas, fitting because mm-hmm. you spoke about St. Nick. Yeah. Um, you know how everyone is happy and wanting to the best for people and, um, you know, you tend to forget what people have done during the year. You just want to have a good time and there's a r- real – Happiness. Sometimes, on the other hand, it can be very stressful for other people. But generally, we have that time of forgiveness and we want that magical time. And I had a horse say to me that that's what we've lost in our everyday life. Like, mm. it shouldn't just be once a year. People should have that forgiveness for people. Um, because horses do. Like, they could be terribly abused and then they can learn to trust again. Wow. Um, what a smart so, horse. And, Holy moly. <laughs> it was, yeah. And, and like... As a person, I'm kind of like, meh. Um, like I get mad, but, you know, like my emotion, I'm not overly, emo- I get very excited as you can see. But meh, that's my general <laughs> mode. And, so when an animal comes through and there's like I can feel this love and I'm like, that is not me, even though I love my animals. Yeah. It's a different feeling. And, um, you know, cats can actually because their eyes are made differently, they've got different cones and rods in their eyes. That's why when you shine a light on them at night, you can see the green. Yeah. It's actually a good way to spot a missing cat. They can see higher frequencies and higher vibrations. So they can see spirit. 
I had one cat show me through their eyes and, and the cat said to me, I'm sure it was a female, said, no, I can see auras. So the cat can see your m mode, your mood, your energy, and sometimes you'll see cats that sometimes sit where you need healing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you, you might have it around your head and you might have a little mm -hmm. bit of, um, you know, crap going on in your head at the moment. You might have a heart, like not heart physically, well, you could have a physical heart problem, but, you know, like love yeah. and like sit on your, your chest. So I feel like animals are here to bring us balance, but often they get overlooked because, you know, they're just an animal. Yeah. Um, but they're just not an animal, you know, like mm -hmm. they're, they're teachers. And if you look to them, I'll give you another example. And Arwen, my goat, who was sitting right here, yeah. Jenny and I were talking mm -hmm. last week, um, she was trying to explain to me earlier about trust, how people don't trust. And she'll jump on me so many times and if she misses and falls down, she'll just keep going. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't stop them. They don't sort of... They don't fall in a little heap and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I fell off. You know, like they're like, okay, well, I fell off. Let's pick myself up and get, you know, move on. Yeah. They and don't, they don't give up. To, yeah. yeah. And sometimes we need to, when that's happening in our life and we're seeing it, that's something that we need to be doing in our life. Um, you know, we are, for me, I must have been not trusting and doubting and, you know, must have been going in that little heap. And she's kind of like just keep going and just yeah. keep jumping up and yeah. so you can see sort of um look at the way they're acting around you and see what lesson they could be trying to show you as well i hope that makes sense it makes sense in here yes but i don't know when it got from here there to there no it totally it did because i felt like yeah. i felt like i was seeing them in a completely different way the way that you're explaining yeah. it yeah and I just want to make sure that Little Wing heard the thing about if you have anxiety and your dog has anxiety, then if you help them with their anxiety, it helps you with your anxiety. I think that was said just for you. So make sure you're listening. Oh, you <laughs> and they'll pick up. So animals can pick up your emotions three uh -huh. times quicker than a human can. She said, um, yes, you know, I did. Uh, <laughs> yay. But it, it's so true because and it, a lot often – animals with anxiety too what thing you need to do is be present in the moment because what you're doing when you have anxiety is you're worrying about that moment mm -hmm. but if you're in this moment and most animals are very present in the yes, moment yes yes um, <laughs> so it's kind of like and it can't sometimes it's a way that they mirror you and that it's kind of well it's more of a circle really instead of a mirror um so if you teach the animal to be present in the moment and to trust and to take the, un the fear of the unknown out you'll tend to start doing th those things in your life and it'll, and it'll help you wonderful yeah. so i've wanted to ask you this is not necessarily like you know communication question mm -hmm. but so i know that you have had rescue animals, but like, do you, are you, do you have like a farm where you have animals or is it, do you have a rescue facility where you take in animals or both? Yep. Kind of both. Both. <laughs> both sorry. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I have a lot of roosters as you can hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we do, we do run a sanctuary and a okay. rescue. I um, thought so. so. Yeah. That's why we have a lot of animals again they won't be um so sometimes though like when i do rehome them sometimes they don't come here i sort of just set up the home so it's easier and it's less stress on them mm -hmm. sometimes we do have them come here uh at the moment it's more of a, a sanctuary but we've sort of stopped taking 
more animals because okay. there there are limits. Yeah. You, you can get overwhelmed very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I will then help other animals, you know, find, find homes home. or work with other rescues and things like that. So we are like a legit nonprofit set up um, <clears throat> where RS, I don't know if you have it over there, but it's RSPCA over here in Australia. Um, we work with them. Yeah, we have the, the ASPCA, yeah. I guess that's the yeah, same, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, same thing. Um, and so, yeah, so we, we, so we get what I call secondhand animals. Yeah. And we focus more on the farm animals and the cats and the dogs mm -hmm. because there are a lot of rescues for cats and dogs. Uh, but my heart is with the farm animals, with yeah. the cows. Uh, and so you'll, you have a great story about a very special cow. You're, oh, Emma the cow. You're the cow with no tail, right? Cow with yes. no tail. Yes. Will you please tell us, tell us the story about the cow with no tail. Okay. So my niece, oh, this is going to be a long wind story. I'll try and cap it into <laughs> little. Um, my niece always said to my, my sister, Arnie Nikki always gets what she wants. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, because ever since I was little, I always wanted a cow. I just wanted a cow. <laughs> and um, I never, I, I went and moved to London and I lived in the city. Like I was not really in a position to have a cow. Yeah. I always yeah. wanted one. And then eventually I got to the country and I was like, man, should I get a cow? No, no. But things always happen for mm -hmm. the way they're meant to. And I was driving home and I thought there was, it looked like there was a cow up on the out of the paddock on the side of the road and then I realized it was a calf and it was really close to me so I slammed on my brakes had to swerve so I didn't hit it because it went out on the road and sat oh my goodness and then I'm like oh my god <laughs> and then like we're in the middle of nowhere and there's this calf and someone stopped thank god and helped and um then we realized hang on this cow doesn't have a tail it's been ripped off and it had wow oh my god so the, there's wild dogs out there so generally mm -hmm. some Sometimes the wild dogs will wait for the mum to give birth and kill it. Oh. Um, sometimes they'll try and pull it out. So they, what they did was they pulled off her tail and tried to eat her. I actually don't know how she survived. To wow. And, and there was no cows around. It was like we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no cows, but there's this calf right here um, called the RSPCA because that's what you, you, know, you do. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, probably not going to get out to her um and then someone said just leave it on the side of the road it'll be dead by the end of the day oh my god yeah i'm like i'm not leaving this animal to die and i thought if this cow's gonna die she's coming home with me she can die where she's loved that's fine yeah but we put her in the car trucked her in the back of the car went to all the farms mm -hmm. that we knew that were all around nah don't know tried jimmy down the road tried so and so no one knew her tried one farm they weren't home and we're like you know what We'll try on, because it was the weekend, we'll try on Monday, contact the vets. They must know the farms. They may know. And, you know, we'll take her home. And if she's going to die, we'll at least make her loved. So we took her home, expecting her to die. Yeah. Fed her. She lived. And then on the Monday, we took her to the local vet. And we're like, I don't know, like, do you know some of the farmers? The vet nurse was the niece of the farmer who knew the cow that was missing the car. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was... Jimmy um, <laughs> and so we spoke to to Uncle Jimmy and he was like nah keep her um, she's been away from her mom oh yeah I might not like, bond she's, yeah and yeah. he's like 
because he knew the vets didn't expect to live either. Like even though she was, she lived the weekend, they're like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so he's like, nah, she'll probably die anyway, keep her. Wow. So we spent a lot of money. She needed a tube to be fed. She, wow. Long story short, she lived, she grew, and then we thought we should like rescue animals like this. So she sparked that yeah. rescue mentality mm. in us. And then we stayed for years to place <coughs> her in now because we had two acres, so we could have her. Yeah. But we couldn't have any other animals. We had chickens. We rescued chickens and stuff, but very small scale. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've got now. Um, and so yeah, it took us years, and then you know things just fall into place mm -hmm. and then when it's something you're supposed to do. Yep, sure does. Right. Mm -hmm. And we didn't like we're like we'll look at this place, but we don't. We looked at it, we're like, oh my god, this is, this is it, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we bought this place, and then like um, had to build the fence, and and, and it just that wow. Was it. So how many? Because of Emma. How many animals do you have now? We have a lot. So, <laughs> we have. Like we have like chickens. The chickens have sort it sounds bad, but they've sort of died out because we rescue them from battery farms. You know, chicken okay, egg yeah. Farms. Mm -hmm. And they um because they're so worn out they actually don't live long. Mm -hmm. Um so we used to have a lot of those, but we at the moment we've got chickens, ducks, geese, peacocks, guinea fowl, pigs, cows, sheep, and goats. Wow. And we've re Homed horses, goats, pigs, peacocks, uh, chickens. Wow. Okay. Well, stuff, so. I'm gonna pack up my stuff and I'm just gonna come move to Australia. <laughs> and I'll, you can just I'll shovel shit or something. I don't care. Just, I'll, I love I animals. Like <laughs> Shovel, shoveling shit. My favorite pastime. Shit. Literally a hobby. <laughs> you can you yep. get some better weather out of the deal right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I love it. Summertime. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sunny at the moment, but you know we went, we moved here. It was so lush and beautiful, and there was so much grass, and the animals couldn't keep up. And then the drought hit. Oh. Two years of no rain. And wow. Like, we had to buy hay. That was very scarce. We had to hard feed them. We were spending thousands on these animals. Wow, that's worth it. That's what you do. Yeah. So speaking of so many different animals, one of my questions was. Um, do you find that different kinds of animals have different kinds of energy or is it really just like an individual, like? It's a bit of both. So, you know, wild animals definitely have a different an energy than domesticated animals mm -hmm. because they have to be on guard all the time. Yeah. And we have had a wild deer, um, bonded with our cows of all things and they'd lick her and you know she'd we call her for food but she's jumped out of the property because it was breeding season she found better deal yeah um and yeah but she was always that little bit standoffish mm -hmm. even though we and but we didn't want to domesticate her either just yeah. in case um and then you know you'll have the um the uh, my biggest rooster is the biggest sook <laughs> and then my littlest rooster picks on him. Um, and so we have to, like, have that talk when no one fights here. And you, know, you can tell Rain, they have an attitude. Yeah. Um, so it is very individual, but then you, you're looking at domesticated and, and, and wild too. Yeah. So it, it can depend. Yeah. And you can have animals that don't act like, you know, like some cats are more dog-like. 
Mm. You know, they mm-hmm. taste things and um, and then you've got more dogs. Like one of my dogs, we swear he's a cat. He's like <laughs> trying to jump up on the table. Yeah. And you're like, where does this come from? So it is very individual. Okay, cool. So like yeah. does a bird have a completely different energy than a than a mammal or it's really just like you know this duck is this duck and that cat is that cat pretty much i I wouldn't it's actually interesting because that's a good that's a very good question actually because some people may feel difference between a dog and a cat or but i kind of look at their spirit and their soul and Mm -hmm. an individual individual yeah Um, yeah, so yeah, because anybody that's ever had a pet knows that they have their own personalities and they're all different. So yeah, yeah. I can. It's just like talking to, you know, human spirits. They're all different. They have their own, yeah, their own personalities. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, but I yeah I love them obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I have a question about, I, so I know that you've done, you know, um, I guess like human mediumship, like doing classes, mm-hmm. you know, and learning with us in and stuff like that. My question is, is the communication that you do with animals, is it similar in the way you receive messages from communicating mm-hmm. with the animal and communicating with those on the other side? Yep. Another good question. So basically it's the same. Uh, it's the same sort of techniques but for me I just like get a human and I'm like what <laughs> like it's like there's this big block and then with an animal like this morning when the um the peahen was calling her baby like I was I could feel her emotion and because I'm an animal empath too mm-hmm. not really a human empath so when pe- people <laughs> sounds bad like, Carol. when it, like people are in pain I'm like oh that sucks yeah but when it's an animal mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like the same techniques but I feel like some people are just you know like how some people are, are better at mediums um or psychic mm-hmm. or some people can do both you know like everyone's a bit different i just feel like i just get better information with animals i just it just flows freely and i really mm. have to work at humans so i just kind of avoid them to be honest. <laughs> <Part> <laughs> when we were um, when we were talking about this the other day you were saying that animals don't communicate in words mm. They communicate with images and feelings. So a lot of, I can get like conversa- two-way conversations mm-hmm. with, with them, but a lot of them, a lot of what you do get from animals, you're getting their emotion and their feeling. Mm-hmm. And then you have to translate that into words to the owner. And sometimes like, you know, it, it, before when I went, meh, like how do you just, yeah. <laughs> like if I'm getting that feeling off someone. Sometimes it's difficult to relay that. Because I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you do get little McChatties um, <laughs> that just want to like McChat, McChat. Yeah. And, like, um, and then I've had a cat that's went, literally said to me, you're an animal empath. You can feel it. And we <gasps> say one word to me. Oh, like, what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> So it, of it, course it was a cat. It had that had to be a cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn cats. Yeah. So I was you, just about to say, yeah. 
we we have we have a new a newer addition to our family. I think Jenny talked to you about her, but yeah, yeah. that would if I would imagine that would be her response right now is meh. The, yeah, <laughs> a, very, a very meh right now. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. so I remember we were, we were talking too, and sometimes your new additions can act like your past additions. Yes, that was often- so interesting because I I had realized that as cats were passing and we had other cats, that the cat that was living would pick up the traits of the cat that was gone, and then so I of course had asked Cole because I knew she would know the answer. So. I'm gonna let it Nicole tell you the answer. Well, and, and real quick, just so people, we don't have like lots of cats dying in our house. Uh, over had, time, uh, over we time. We had a, a cat for a very long time, and he finally passed. And we took a cat from my parents who had a lot of cats, and they needed to get rid of one. And we had one uh, that was already older that passed. So we had two cats kind of die within a year, roughly, of each mm-hmm. other, a year or something like that. And then we waited a little while, and we got a new uh, kitten. So. Yeah, that's where we're at with our with our cats right now. You're not a hoarder. You're not like the person from the no. Yeah. So before you tell all these cats die. No, and it was over time. So before you give your answer, yep. Salty Frog said, yep. uh, "I get that sometimes. I was doing Reiki on a cat last year and had this extreme urge to eat grass." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you uh, pick up on the. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, and you, their emotions and what you want, what they yeah. want, and yeah, that do, that makes sense yeah. to me. Salty, please tell me that you didn't eat the grass. Like, yeah. Oh, don't, please don't. tell me you didn't eat the grass. <laughs> you did <laughs> eat the grass. <laughs> well, we'll wait. We'll wait to see. Okay, Nicole, oh, tell yeah. us tell us the answer to why animals act like deceased animals. Okay, so. They can even do this when you have, um, when you've had them together in the same household. So say you have two animals and one passes and then a little while later, this cat that's left in, in this world starts acting like this one that has passed. Yeah. And, um, or like what you've had, you've had one or two animals that have passed and then you get a new one and all of a sudden they're acting like the ones that uh-huh. you had previously. Um, but often they're alive at the same time, just not in, in your um, house as well. That's the other thing. You're like, how could that cat act like that one? Like it doesn't make any sense. But with cats, because they can actually see spirit because they see the high frequencies, so they see spirit easily, um, often your past pet will come back and help the new pets settle in. Mm. And it's kind of like they're training them and like, okay, so you can do this and you can't do this. And so they'll, like you said, they sometimes pick up on the bad habits. Yeah, that's what she did. Because yeah. <laughs> they got away with it. So it's kind of like they're giving yeah. a little yeah. talk. I'm like, okay, so you can do this yeah. and you can do that. And then she really loves this, but you really don't love this. <laughs> um, they just, they, they can train the new pets of, of the, the way the house works basically yeah. and I, i've had this with my cow a few cows um but one cow samuel was a baby when emma was an adult emma the cow and emma passed away she got bitten by a brown snake and passed away my goodness oh it was horrendous after everything we went through yeah emma brown takes her out like, oh. but her her purpose was yes you know, yes mm-hmm. um and not long after she had passed, Samuel started doing this. Only I've got six cows at the moment. None of them act like this. And she did this particular head flip at the back when she wanted <laughs> you to, to like rub her belly. She's mm-hmm. very demanding. 
Um, she used to come in the house as well, Emma. So, like, Emma had, like, she was like a dog. Yeah. Years ago. This is an example. She was toilet trained. She'd go outside. But she, when she wanted a hug in a particular place or a rub, she just it was just the weirdest thing and only she did it. And then we were out in the paddock and Samuel did it. And it was just like, oh, Emma's here. Yeah. And so it's just a way of them, you know, the old pets, because mm-hmm. there's no difference. But that was, that's a really cute thing for the animal to do. Ours is doing something awful. Well, <laughs> I will say, I will say, if you remember, this is the second time we've had that happen because mm-hmm. uh, we had a cat named Odin and a cat named Bjorn that were yes. uh, basically brothers. And um, when when Bjorn would always go through at night and like cry through the house, like wanting Odin to come play with him. Mm-hmm. And Odin was more of a fuddy duddy. Um, he wouldn't do. His... So anyway, Bjorn passed away. And then shortly after that, Odin, Odin started would doing go that. through the house and he would start crying to, for Bjorn to come play with him, yeah. which he had never done before. Mm-hmm. And now we have the thing with Runa, uh, doing the, uh, eating the, the bread, eating and, the bread. and stuff like that. <laughs> she um, wants to eat all the bread that Freya did. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's been. Uh, but after I talked to you the other day, I started talking to the new cat like she was the old cat because I figured she is here. You know, Freya, our old cat, is here. And I, I told her, Runa doesn't need to eat the bread. <laughs> so maybe if we keep telling her, no, yeah. no, she doesn't need to eat the bread. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. <laughs> Give them an alternative because if you take something away, you need to replace it with something. Because, okay. Um, just like we, like as humans too, we don't, people take stuff off us yeah. and be, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to have it, make it a positive. So instead of, and give them the, um, tell them what you want them to do because as you're explaining it to them. So when you were saying things like, don't eat the bread, because animals don't really understand the concept of don't, mm-hmm. but what you're thinking in your mind is you seeing a cat eat the bread, whether we know we're doing it or not. Um, so then the cats are like, oh, cool, I can eat the bread because mum's just like, because they tap into here more than what they hear here. Yes, yes, so yes. if you take like, okay, this is my bread. I'm going to eat this. This is your whatever you want them to eat or they're mm-hmm. allowed to eat. You have to like tell them in, you eat this. I want you to eat this. Okay. And this is mine. Yes. And you have to always speak in the positive and the instruction. Um, and thank them for doing it, even if they're not doing it, because when you're speaking the words, oh, thank you for eating the correct meal and leaving mine alone, um, <coughs> you're creating that sort of run through in your mind. And because animals are telepathic, they're like, oh, cool. And like they'll eventually get the instruction, oh, okay, I'm meant to be doing this. Um, but if our mind and our words don't match up, uh-huh. they're going to go with your mind because they're seeing what you're yes. thinking, basically. Yeah. And that's what it works with deaf dogs because uh, I have two deaf dogs, so you can give instructions without saying it. Uh, and they know they'll always – and horses is probably why you love horses too. Yes. If you have trouble with horses, if they're not doing a jump or, you know, they're not riding properly, you can actually stop, calm yourself and say to the horse, even if you don't say the words in your mind, this is where we're going. This is what I want you to do. And this is what I expect and make it, you know, a lovely, happy feeling. Yeah. And then feel like you're sending the message to them. A horse will always get the information. Whether they choose to do it or not is up to them. (laughs) 
the animal will always get it because animals are telepathic and that's how they survive in the wild. So it's like for us, we have to tune in, but for them, they're there. So yeah, that was something you had talked about on when you were on Kristen and Kimmy's show, Sensing Spirit, yeah. about the animals don't understand no. And I had never heard that before until you said that. And I was like, yes. And, and, and though, even though I knew it from when I watched on the show, I still, it's like having to reprogram your own brain to say the positive instead of the negative. Oh, yeah. and I still don't get it right. When, like, even just recently, my husband and I were like, okay, we're going to watch what we're saying to our animals. And we picked each other up the whole day. And I was like, you just said don't do that. But what you say? And you're like, damn it. So to actually retrain your brain yeah. can be mm -hmm. difficult. Yes. So instead of don't jump up, you let pause on the floor. Yes. Pause on the floor is an instruction and you see it. Pause on the floor. Whereas don't jump mm -hmm. up. You're seeing them jump up. Jump like, up, oh, yeah. I can jump up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yes. It, it, yes. it can be difficult. I feel you. Yeah. I have been, to, I have been saying to her, um, stay on the floor, stay on the floor, stay on the floor. Perfect. So I'm changing that one. Now if we can get to the bread part. <laughs> she needs to know the bread is yours. This and is my bread. Street through the living room with a bag of chips in her mouth. Yeah, she got my bagels the other day. She almost became an outside cat. Oh, uh, <laughs> terrible because i'd find it so funny that he'd leave them. <laughs> and then my husband was like yeah <laughs> those are my bagels yeah <clears throat> i love animals with a bit of you know spice uh-huh oh yeah of, you know mm -hmm. uniqueness so i kind of let that stuff go but if she's taking your bagels through the yeah. living room mm -hmm. and like you want bagels yeah. you know give her an alternative and say you can take this all you want but I, these are mine i did not get a bagel the next morning it was very sad Damn, that's not cool. she needs to know and that makes you sad and she needs to know why yes um and, I will yeah, have a heart to heart with her about how sa how sad she made me that I didn't get a bagel. Yeah. So the other the other cool thing that you were talking about the other day when we were when we met up um that has also to do with deceased and living pets where you was you were talking about overlays. Yep. Explain so, explain what um, that is. Okay, so I call it overlays. I don't know what anyone else calls it. It's just cuz what how I see it basically. So the other day, and you'll find this with humans as well. You know, you could be walking down the street and all of a sudden you'll be looking at someone and you're like, oh my God. And you swear you'll see a past person walking mm -hmm. straight towards you and then you'll blink and then you'll look at the person and it's completely different. Like even the, the face shape is completely different. And just before I spoke to you um, earlier this week, I was looking outside and one of my sheep, Annie, was just walking down the hill and I went, oh my God, Daphne. And now Daphne has been dead for a while. Yeah. Her door is more square and I'm just like, oh my God, Daphne. And it's just a way of them saying, like letting you know that they're okay and you've just had that moment where they can slip in basically yeah. and say, I'm yeah, I'm okay. They're not possessing. Mm -hmm. They're just they're like, it's just kind of like an, I see it as an overlay and they just have the opportunity where that animal or that person has allowed a, a spirit without, with, maybe they don't know it, some humans, but a lot of mediums can be open and they should probably be shot, um, but they're not possessing <laughs> them or anything like that. It's just like, just like a slight overlay where 
that spirit has the opportunity to come through and so you can see them. Yeah. And then it's like gone. And then your brain will kick in like, oh, that didn't happen because our brain is there mm-hmm. to protect us. And, yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, you you can actually see that. So you could be goodness knows where and you could see a past pet of yours and you'd be like, did that just happen? <laughs> and I can tell you it did it's just happen. It's really happening. Yeah, this I'm I'm okay. And quite possibly you just needed to hear from that person or that pet at that particular time and it was just them saying you're okay that's I'm really here. cool i'm okay everything's good yeah yeah with our so um our trance practicing we've started seeing that happen that like the person's face will start to change just ever so slightly like yeah. they'll look a little more masculine or their jaws start looking different or like the shadows on their face start changing and like yeah it's really it's really cool it's interesting but it's really happening yeah it's really happening (laughs) (laughs) you're not making this no no so cool i love it but yeah i love overlays because it'll happen when you least expect it which i love as well yeah Um, and you're like wow oh okay and it kind of like can pick you up for that day Mm -hmm. so spirit boys yeah they do salty wanted to let us know that she didn't eat the grass so that's good. Oh, damn. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> she just figured out that the cat had stomach issues. The grass made her realize the cat had stomach issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's and good. Some grass tastes differently, according to some horses. I did not know that. I don't eat it. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Where oh, yeah, it's yeah. growing yeah. and kind of soil and the weather. And yeah, I could totally even, see that. Even the species, the species of grass. Grass, yeah. different grasses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought I was weird. I'm like, why is this horse telling me it's like <laughs> grass over here because it tastes sweeter? I'm like, is it just grass? No. <laughs> so there you go. That was the sweet grass. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me see. I got. I have lots okay. more questions. Ooh, um, okay. what is the strangest animal you've ever communicated with? Oh, okay. So I've <clears throat> had a, a terrapin. And I'm like, what the F is a terrapin? <laughs> <laughs> and she sent me photos. It's like a little turtle. And then um, in Japan, there was a couple of hamsters. Now, I've never seen a hamster in real life. Uh, well, real life, but, you know, like yeah. in Australia where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, for me, that was crazy because I'm like, I'm seeing all this enormous amount of energy, like, coming at me and, you know, <laughs> described a few things. And, yeah. Like, and say yeah that happened and the creepy yeah, it's and it's really sad to admit that ever since i was little i've been scared of snakes yeah um but we had a snake in our chook pen oh years ago and i was in there and i was i was in there with it saying look you, we're not going to hurt you we don't want to hurt you we understand you just here for food but we are going to relocate you because you can't eat my chickens and I swear this snake that was facing this way just turned its oh. head and stared straight at me i'm like i'm out <laughs> <laughs> and then like my husband picked it up very yeah you know, whatnot but then also i know of an i had a snake come to me once and wow. it was telling me how sad it was in its environment it was it must have been kept in a large fish tank and mm. it was just it just the sadness that came over me and i felt so sorry for the snake because i'm like oh my god you have no enrichment you're basically just there for entertainment and you're bored yeah. and it's a sad sad existence and so all oh, my my legs going all goosebumpy um 
so they're probably the weirdest that I can think of on the spot. Um, but that one actually made me sad because I'm like, that's normally I would sort of give them a wide berth. Like, yeah. But yeah, that snake was really upset. The one, and the one in the chook pen never came back. What else have I? Birds, wild birds. Um, what what happened with the terrapin? What was that like? Talking to a turtley thing. That was weird because it wasn't eating, and oh. um, I was like, because you know you, you assume the mouth, and it did have mouth ulcers, but I was feeling it was more. My kidneys were hurting when I was talking mm. to it, and. I didn't know at the time that apparently the mouth ulcers are like a result of the kidney problems. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I, I had no idea. And I'm like, um, but it sort of got worse and she did actually end up having to put it down. But it was, her, it was her pet for years. Like it wasn't like a young one. It was like 20 kind of thing. Yeah. And so it was heartbreaking for her to have to wow. do that. And then I was like, oh. Um, but, yeah, I had no idea that's what was causing it. And, you know, unless you get a vet that really knows about other animals, mm-hmm. um, you know, like not every um, vet over here knows a lot about chickens or yeah. those sorts of things. Um, we're very lucky. We have an amazing vet. Um, but, yeah, so you have to sometimes too, you have to be, you have to follow your gut too. If you're in a vet and you're thinking, I don't think this is the right, get uh-huh. a second opinion. Yeah. Because they may just not know enough about it to hmm. get a what, diagnosis. What the hell is happening over there, Nicole? Your animals are going <laughs> <Sorry>. crazy. <laughs> Did I mention I have geese? Oh, um, it's the geese. <laughs> the geese. I think I forgot about them actually when I was like rattling them off. Maybe that's Maybe. why they came over to let you know, hey, yeah, you forgot like, to mention us. Woman. How dare you? Maverick will chase people. Um, So, yeah, no, but they're just, they've actually a lot, we have someone, let me start again. We have someone, my husband's friends over, and so they're very good watchdogs. So if you move slightly, they'll let you know. Um, They don't know you, and if you show fear, they will chase you. Oh, goodness. Animals can feel fear. Yeah, geese. (laughs) So do you guys not have hamsters as pets in Australia? If we have hamsters in Australia, like well, I don't even know if we have hamsters in America, but if we get them from somewhere, it never ends well, right? Like, I don't know, like, I had a hamster, I probably had a couple hamsters when I was a little kid, but I don't, I don't know anyone's hamster stories that ever come to it. No, a mine disappeared and we never found it, we never found it and- living or deceased, it's just oh. gone. Probably a bird. Um, <laughs> we have guinea pigs, so that's probably our equivalent to yeah. hamsters here. They generally have a lot of um, teeth issues, the guinea pigs, so they don't get enough hay. Mm. Um, so, oh, yeah, because their yeah, teeth, they're, are they the kind of, like, rodent that their teeth keeps growing? They, they, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And so if you, they don't have that to grind them down, a lot of guinea pigs in Australia can have teeth issues. Hmm. Um they, I've actually dealt with a bit of an anxious guinea pig over in the UK. Um, but in Queensland, where I am, it's illegal to own rabbits. We're the really? only state in the country. We can't own rabbits. Yet. Why is that? Clients. Because the rabbits burrow in the ground. Oh, okay. This is what I've been told. I don't really know. Um, but it's just, I just know it's illegal. And if you get caught, it's like a $30,000 fine. Mm. It's ridiculous. That's um, crazy. But then you go, over the, yeah, you go over the border, which is really not far from where I live. Totally fine. 
know. Weird. Um, <clears throat> we seem very strict here with what animals we can have. Yeah. Um, as you know, I'd have camels and, you know, like all sorts if I could. But... Frosty said she has two Australian dumpy frogs, or what we call oh, white tree frogs over here. Yes, and I've seen her oh. frogs, and they are absolutely adorable. Like, I don't think they're cuter frogs ever than whatever kind of frogs those are. <laughs> <laughs> are they the ones you posted not long ago, and they're like 10 years old? Yes, like were those were really the pictures. Oh, yeah. they were beautiful. They are. Did they have personalities? Oh, it was their birthday last week. They turned 10 last week. Oh, <laughs> Dude, they're incredibly smart because we've had um, green tree frogs that you can put them, you know, over there in the, the swamp area kind of thing, and they'll come back the next day in the same spot. They're very, <laughs> sometimes can be very stubborn and know what they like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's cool. They're they're pretty cute animals. Yeah, those tree frogs are adorable. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. N no cuter frogs than those frogs. Yeah, they are pretty cute. <clears throat> oh, All right. I love animals. Let's see. What other questions do you have? Um, what do you get contacted most about being an animal communicator? Generally, your cats and your dogs. Yeah. Um, is because that's the main pet that most people have. Is it um, usually like sense. they're missing or there's something wrong with them? It can be <clears throat> a bit of bit of both. So sometimes you know they're missing, um, but then sometimes they're past as mm. well. Some past pets because people so just people want to talk to okay. them. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's devastating. And I know once they're in spirit, they're totally fine. Yeah. But then as an owner, <clears throat> when you lose a pet, you're devastated. Yes. Um, so I do get a lot of past pets and then sometimes I'll get, um, you know, behavior problems, but then sometimes <clears throat> they just don't think their, behave their behavior is fine. Like, oh, yeah. what do you mean? I can't do that. They just don't get it. <laughs> um, and that's just a miscommunication. Yeah. So it can be a lot, but um, I did, you go through waves. Do you find this too with your mediumship? Like you'll go through waves and it'll be like all missing pets and then all dead pets. And then, you know, like it's sort of. Yeah, I can see that. Little bunches. Yeah. Hmm. So hmm. recently I had a lot of missing pets come through um, and then it was a lot of past pets come through. Cool. So yeah, just depends what season I'm in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Salty said um, about her frogs that she's biased, but she agrees they're the cutest frogs ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, over here, you need a reptile license to have any sort of reptile. Really? Like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of restrictions on everything. That's so yeah. weird. No rabbits. Yeah. And have a license no for rabbits. reptiles. Weird. Yeah. So here's a, a question. Um, so when we're working with people, it's super easy to verify information because you just get mm -hmm. them to tell you the information. But if you're tr mm -hmm. if you're talking to a missing dog, how do you mm -hmm. how do you verify your information like for yourself? It, it can be tricky because with missing pets, generally they're on the on the run um, because you've got two types. You've got a pet that's missing that's missing on its own accord mm -hmm. or you've got a lost pet that is truly lost and so I 
it depends like you can get information of like I'm seeing this or I'm seeing a shop in the distance and I'm seeing these cars or um, and then sometimes I'll give you an example I sort of said um, I'm seeing like a shop not too far and um, like there's cars coming and going constantly from the animal's perspective and then there was like a service station there which I didn't know mm-hmm. I'm just going off what animal tells me another one I was like I can <coughs> smell incense why am I smelling incense like <laughs> a hippie shop incense yeah. and then it turns out there was um uh, like a crystal store like a kilometer away from the home mm. and so it was you know it was sort of around that area um but then you know they can get up and move at any time yeah so it you just have to go on how this they're feeling what they're seeing um and sometimes you can see I don't know, like a bridge or um, a building or, you know, it just, it just. So a lot of times it's like locational things that help verify the information. Yeah, because a pet is not trained to look for a street sign. You can't go, can you give me the coordinates on a map or what (laughs) street are you in? Because they're like, what does that mean? Um, Because they don't look up, they look down and life looks differently from where they are. Oh, yeah. could go down a sewer they could be looking at the house they could be across the road looking at your house um so yeah it's, that's it's exactly just, where the cat is the damn cat is yeah. in the sewer looking at the house and you're wondering where is this cat <laughs> i have actually had that too and i'm like just leave your garage door open a little bit and leave some food and then it came back um but yeah but missing pet cases can be you know an animal communicator cannot guarantee that your missing pet will come home because there's so many different variables. Yeah. Like, the cat may not want to come home. Oh, cat. It's always cat. Um, <laughs> the cat, cat might not want to come home. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones with the attitude mainly. Um, and sometimes cats, once their job is done in a certain home, they'll move on to another home. Mm. Um, with like dogs, someone could have the dog and the dog doesn't have the opportunity to get home but may want to get home. Yeah. And so I can describe the inside of a house – which house is it? Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't so, help any, yeah. No, I've had a cat um, where they thought it was dead and a few communicators have said it was dead and this is actually, the cat was actually in Scotland. And I'm like, I can see this cat inside. It's up high. There's a man. It's got a blue shirt. There's like an emblem. I, don't, I can't actually read the – it's too fine for me to, to read. Um, and it's trapped inside and it can't get out. But they think they're doing the right thing. Mm. And so we desi- devised this plan with the cat. I'm like, okay, the minute that door runs like you go and um i had to send it healing to calm it down to focus on what it had to do and that cat turned up the next day wow and that that was a really good that that's a that's cool doesn't always happen yeah you could do all the right things and the cat could be too scared to move or it doesn't get an opportunity to leave or like it's you know it's just not it doesn't want to Or it could change its mind at any time. Or it could just walk on home. Like I had a chicken missing for eight months. I wasn't concerned about it. It's really weird because this morning I was really concerned. But (laughs) with Noodle, I'm like, nah, Noodle's fine. Noodle's like living with joke. Noodle living on the thousand acres behind us, living a double life. Um, Was just never concerned about her. And then eight months later, she came back. up in her pen. Oh, so weird. My husband's like, Oh my God, Noodle's home. <laughs> she stayed home ever since. She just wanted an adventure. She yeah. was missing, not lost. Difference. My parents yeah. have random chickens show up in their yard just like all the time. And one of them stayed for like, I don't know, at least a month. 
And then it just yeah. went back home, wherever that was. <laughs> yeah. And it's good too they don't restrict them because they allow that to happen as yeah. well. It'll happen. Mm. I see my roosters are going on. Sorry. Because <laughs> we're talking about chickens again, that's why. <laughs> yeah, and noodle. They like noodle. She's <laughs> 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 <It's> popular. <laughs> All right, so here's uh, a whole nother topic about animal spirits. Um, we were in one of our medium practices recently. We were talking about people reincarnating as animals. Have you ever had any instance where you think that the spirit might have also been a human at some point? I haven't had that myself. Yeah. But I have had when I've been speaking to a cat, this cat. Um, <laughs> and I remember saying to the owner, this cat feels like I'm talking to a human. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this, actually, I think this was a living cat. Um, but they can come across as human. So mm. I haven't personally come across that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, to be brutally honest, anything's possible. In mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, us in this earthly environment can actually fully grasp the like i think we get so much like this little bit of spirit but there's just so much mm -hmm. more that can happen and i feel like there's just i feel like there's animals on the other side that we haven't even seen and, oh yeah um <coughs> you know i just think anything is possible yeah like we can't be close-minded and yeah because i've even read stories with um was August Goforth with his um, book called, oh, it's called The Risen, and it's about how his partner passed and um, they wrote a book together. One, he's the medium, mm -hmm. Tim's the, the past person, and he, when he was dying he was describing these like elephant, like creature, humanoid things that he was seeing. Oh, wow. And then um, when he just, you know, when he was, because he was sort of coming in and out of spirit as he was passing and then just eventually went to spirit. And um, I think August may have seen them as well. But, yeah, that he, like, he was describing these <laughs> animal-human things that we just couldn't really yeah. think of. They exist. So, um, they exist in yeah. the spirit, spirit realm. That's yeah, pretty neat. Anything's possible. Thank you, Frosty and Sylvie, for contributing to the 30-minute tarot video giveaway. We're getting really close. And we should yeah, be at 90-some percent now for uh, the next giveaway video. Awesome. Yeah, we're at 88%. Cool. Close. Um, so, Nicole, do you think that, same kind of question, I guess, do you think that mm -hmm. animals come back as well? Their spirits come back and live another, live another animal life? I think, so what I've seen with what I do with the animals, I see them more coming back to help animals because okay. when I see all my dead animals it sounds I shouldn't say dead <laughs> death doesn't really affect me I'm like hey, yeah well, uh, you know I see them individually um and even though they act like past pets and I've got a goat at the moment and I know Ava my my past goat has sent her to me because she has a very much Ava qualities but slightly different. Mm. So I feel like it's more of they come back to help than come back again. But that being said, anything is possible yeah. in spirit. So, you know, and I said to people that ask me that question is, if you're a mother that was separated from your child, 
and you saw them later on in life, you would recognize that child regardless. Because, you know, you see these stories where the children were kidnapped, but the mother still recognized that child. Mm -hmm. I feel like if that happened to you, you would recognize them. Mm -hmm. So I don't like to say definitely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, if that, if you've had that experience, you would recognize it. Yes. Very true. It also seems like with the overlaying uh, situation and the taking on the other characteristics of it kind of just seems like sometimes they're all just blending together. Like the spirits are just coming and going and and they're it's probably I mean, really, truly, it's probably happening with us, too. We're just not nearly as aware of it because, you know we're humans and we don't realize much anything <laughs> this body this you know this what is it called vehicle yeah here really, really makes things difficult mm-hmm. yeah. it really does, it does. so yeah it's, i don't know i just this i feel like i want to leave some well, we're all gonna have surprises when we pass but i want to see all mm. these animals coming towards yeah. me when i pass forget about the humans um but yeah i mean we're all connected aren't we with everything yep. so mm-hmm. yeah it's easy to all blend and merge yeah. So, yeah yeah especially for all essentially the same energy just s- split yeah. off into all these billions of little bits yep can you imagine, like, when we do pass, what we can are going to see and yeah. how many people and, like, it's going to it's gonna be awesome. Not that yeah. I'm going to pass anytime soon. I've no, to do when it time. happens, yeah. 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 Salty yeah, also contributed think- to the 30-minute yep. Taravita giveaway. Thank you. Oh, it looks like Salty may have a question. Okay, I was crossing spirits over last month that were stuck in the middle world and had a dog come to me to get passed yep. over. This was the first one for me because I thought they just automatically went to the light. Have you had that happen before? Yeah, so people um, do feel that animals just cross. But then when you've got an animal that has been, let's say they were missing, they got hit by a car, they may not know that they're in spirit and they act as if they're still here. Um, There's a really well-known medium in Australia called Katerina Legado and she crosses over animals all the time so but we're talking more chickens that have been slaughtered in slaughterhouses um, you know those types of animals because she's actually seen animals attached to little pieces of meat of their body because it's so horrific their death Mm. they're kind of stuck so that doesn't surprise me yes you can it's not as Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, no. I, I was going to say Little Wing. I think Little Wing, we were talking about this last night, actually. I don't, I didn't, sorry about interrupting. Oh, but, no, no, no. Go yeah. Ahead. yeah Please do, because no. I'll keep waffling. No, no, no. You can keep going. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up that what you were talking about, we were discussing last night, actually. So it's pretty interesting. Oh, oh okay, cool. Being attached even, to the um, meat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so Katarina has seen them like devastated and attached. And I have seen a bear, which I find interesting because. Um, I don't know if we have bears in Australia, but I was, I was like connected to the animals, wanted an animal to come through that they wanted to get their story out. And I saw this bear and this bear, it was like, they were holding this, its head on a platter. And I was like, surely they're not eating you. And I contacted my friend in the U S I can't remember. I was going to actually find out where she, she lives, but I can have, I can take some guesses. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, they eat whatever. Oh they my god. Yeah, and so this this bear was just like <clears throat> looking at these humans eating its body. So it was not in a happy place. So, That's awful. Yeah, need they can need help crossing over the majority of pets are domesticated don't because they're loved they generally yeah put down you know like it's it's not but yeah it's, it, it's like it's i guess and a, a human life if it ends tragically the same thing can happen exactly yeah. exactly yeah because we're a soul a spirit you yeah know? same thing yeah it doesn't sound yeah that much different than what we talk about with humans. You know, mm-hmm. when yeah. I, I talk to Ginny about this all the time. Like when she's talking to someone, you know, that wants to communicate with me, and they're talking about the other side and how great that it can be, and you know, they're happy and they're surrounded by all these people. And then, as we were talking about earlier, and then we're watching our, you know, our, our ghost shows, um, and you have all these spirits that seem to be kind of stuck, and it's going well. If the afterlife is so great and we can't wait to get there and there's all this stuff going on, then, then, you know, then, you know, I, that's not the afterlife I want to feel like you're stuck in this, uh, in this, uh, you know, repeating like this, this, uh, personal hell or whatever you lived during your life. So I think that's one of the questions I have in general, like trying to learn more about this stuff is, you know, why does that happen? You know, what yeah. maybe the afterlife isn't the uh, sunshine and lollipops that we just, you know, assume that it will be maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So we have, yeah, a, um, we have a question. Um, and it was when we were talking about the, the traumatic animals passing, someone asked, uh, I'm going to say their name wrong. And am Aisha asked, can, but can that animal hurt someone? So I, th- I think they are you asking like, can the spirit animal hurt someone like like a ghost animal like a ghost a human ghost might sometimes have you ever had that kind of happen i haven't had an animal like want to hurt anyone like an animal yeah. spirit want to hurt anyone i do have sorry the rooster is literally <laughs> at my window um hi rooster i do have Um, I do have a goat though in spirit a white goat and he laughs and he laughs because he's like you know if people he showed me what looks like little dreams or like little invitations sometimes and he said sometimes people will see a white goat in their dreams or they'll see a white goat spirit animal and he laughs because he's like yeah that's me (laughs) yeah you know he laughs because he was so curious um but I have heard of people that can and spirits that shape shift that can mm. present as an animal that wants to harm you. Oh. Um, but I haven't had an animal that actually wants to harm you because the way I see it, they're here for our um, their teaching. Yeah. I think they're more highly evolved than we are. Um, but yeah, I would be more inclined to think that was more of a shape shifting yeah. spirit. If that's what you believe in, I'm not here to because yeah. yeah like you were saying at the beginning of the show that the animals are really about teach love and teaching and yeah. and having a good time it sounds like yeah. yeah i mean in their natural environment they you know you don't really get anxious animals um it's more of a human intervention type mm-hmm. thing because they're you know out of their natural environment not saying that we shouldn't have cats and dogs because you know i'm out because i have dogs um but yeah like 
they just they know what balance is they know what harmony is um they don't tend to hold grudges um they can be fearful of situations because they know it's harmful but they just they just have that level of forgiveness and trust that we just humans just can't seem to master yeah i mean i guess anytime really that an animal attacks you know even a living one it's usually out of fear fear-based yeah. a lot of the times mm-hmm. or they've been taught to do that because they yes. want to please their master yeah and and they'll because they you know once you get that trust they'll do anything for you mm-hmm. so it can yeah or they're fearful that yes. if they don't do it they're gonna, you know it's gonna be worse so mm-hmm. yeah well thank you uh am i aisha i'm probably saying your name totally wrong and luminance both of you for the follows and southern writers here now hello and rose flowers here oh my god Everybody's coming in now. This is wonderful. Wonderful. Do you guys have any questions for Nicole? Animal communication questions? Throw them in the chat if you do. And we have, uh, <clears throat> we have, um, Medium Jenny put it in the chat earlier, but check out um, connecttoanimals.com. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. That's so, Nicole's uh, website. And-, and she's also on Facebook. You can find her um, through Facebook, the Connect to Animals same thing and i'm in the future and she's in the future because it's monday it's <laughs> yeah. monday critical happen tomorrow so. <laughs> i'll let you know i'll report back <laughs> so i wanted to share my favorite story from the cindy Kaza classes it's what it's a story about nicole because one day we're just having our class and we're doing our practices and you know whatever and sometimes we have a little minute here and there to just talk and all of a sudden nicole says uh so my duck just showed up and he says hey i'm dead (laughs) and like i just couldn't i was like what just happened like what is she talking about and then she told us she went out and she found his corpse and he was coming to tell her that he passed away it was just i it's my favorite story. It's my favorite medium class story. <laughs> it's funny because you just sometimes you don't get because animals are always, especially your animals, always in communication with you. Yeah. And it was just shadow like, and it was so. It's like non nonchalantly. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I knew he was missing. Yeah. Um. And, you know, because despite the animals I have, I do know which ones are which. And, mm-hmm. you, know, <clears throat> you know, but yeah, Shadow, he, that was his name. Shadow, Shadow turned up and like, hey, I'm dead. I'm How dead. did he die? <laughs> How did he die? It was, oh, it was a fox got him. Oh, that's right. You told and, me that the other day. The fox yeah, got him. Poor Shadow. And that was the first time we've ever had a problem, like with the fox, because we've fox. spent a lot of money on our fencing. And, and it's hard too, because you don't want to, upset at the fox because they're just doing what the fox does yep mm-hmm. and it just but can you go pick on someone else's stuff you know, <laughs> yeah like everyone would do. but yeah but yeah shadow, Poor that was funny shadow. I forgot about that it was my it was my favorite one of my favorite moments from any of the medium classes because it was just so random <laughs> there's a duck what <laughs> a duck see that might be weird for a person to speak yeah. to a duck too yeah. Um, that could be a weird animal, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I cool. loved it. He's fine. I loved it. Yeah. The duck. The um, duck story. Thank you, Luminous <laughs> and and Aisha for contributing to the 30-minute terror video giveaway. 
I, you guys must be here together because yeah. you came in together, you followed together, and now you're contributing together. That's wonderful. If you, um, yeah, and if we're <laughs> pronouncing that wrong, Amisha? Am, uh, Amisha is what I'm... So I can't say anything a better way correctly. better to pronounce it, let us know. I say nothing correctly. Try to get them right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I think yeah. that I might have asked you all my, all my questions. Mm. This is this is terrible. No, no, it's okay. I mean, it's it's a weird thing because I think a lot of the times, you know, humans with mediums and psychics, like it's a lot more accepted. But then when you go into the animals, it's kind of like, ooh, <laughs> like it's not as accepted as I thought it would have been, to be honest. Really? And well, yeah. We, uh, we, you know, I, we were talking to to some of our friends who were in chat tonight. I was last night, Froomey uh, and Little Wing, and we were, you know, uh, told them, you know, that you were going to be on the show tonight, and all, and it should be, you know, I was excited, and this to be a really uh, interesting show. Mm. Um, but it brings it brings some interesting questions, right? Even like uh, we were we got on a conversation about diet, and we had mm-hmm. talked about like veganism and vegetarianism and pescatarians and. Uh, I am, a, you know, I'm a meat eater. So I was like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about this whole thing about the wood wide web. I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but studies are being done uh, by botanists and scientists, biologists mm-hmm. about uh, plants communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what kind of what kind of revelations you have there if we also find out that the plant world is uh conscious and communicating mm-hmm. and has emotions and pain um mm-hmm. so some people will just starve to death then because yeah. they won't want to hurt the carrots or something either yeah and yeah. i've asked spirit too about that too because i'm like what the hell am i gonna eat then yeah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like what um so with they've actually done studies with plants and trees and they found that trees can actually recognize their children and their siblings and when they die they can send their energy out through to the other um uh, trees around wow. and they can send messages out so say there was a, I can't remember the study the name of the study but there was one study where uh one type of plant was being eaten and like the message got down so when the animals got further down the paddock it had released a toxin and it tasted bitter to the animals protecting the rest of the human uh, humans protecting the rest of the plants from being eaten <clears throat> so they do have that level of consciousness and you can connect with them and i've had um plants say to me that you know when there's a missing animal sometimes they can recognize that energy and they can try and protect them and that's why sometimes you won't see an animal when mm. you're looking and you're looking directly but they're under a plant because they're literally covering and protecting them wow um the way I justify it, though, is that they don't have a nervous system, so mm-hmm. they can't really feel that pain. But when they do, like they do experience that. When you haven't they done that with the frequencies when they cut it, and then that changes their frequencies, and it's the equivalent of what screaming is. Oh my god! In plant world, yeah, I know. Cause I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! I, just, I was just talking about that last night. There are studies done that show, like, of uh, taking um, leaves off a plant. They mm-hmm. release like this very high frequency that we can't hear. Oh my God. Naturally, but after you, at, like one, I can't remember what it was. It was like one every uh, minute or something like that. But um, once you removed uh, 
a leaf or something from it, it would do it like 25 times in a minute. And it was basically uh, trying to put that together with a, pan a plant feeling pain and releasing a signal. Yep. There's going to be a lot of people that are just going to be really screwed and they're just not going to eat anything. <laughs> I mean, I can't eat air. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to, trust me. <laughs> There's probably calories in that too. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Get away with anything. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that like everything has, you know, a conscious and you can connect with everything. And, yeah. You know, there are the elementals that, you know, like inhabit the environment and, you know, the trees and everything like that. But as far as I'm not going to preach to anyone about whether, like you said, you're a meat eater, mm -hmm. I'm not a meat eater. I honestly feel that's your own choice. I'm very much, everyone has the right to choose and, you know, I'm, now that you told I, me I, that sometimes their spirit gets attached to a piece of meat, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm going to be able to anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Um, That's terrible. The, the, Poor babies. Yeah, it's, hor it's horrendous. Maybe I should talk yeah. to the meat first. They're like, it's, it's okay. I, if you're here, you, you can I go mean, now. <laughs> hey, Communicate with your option. food. Bacon, bacon piece, please go to the light. No. <laughs> and, you know, let's be real, some of the replacements don't taste great. No, no. But then, you know, then, then you have the traditional landowners that would use every part of the animal and, you know, like they'd have a, a process and a ritual and a, you know, so I think too a lot's changed over time from when, you know, people would do it a certain way to the way it's mass produced now where there's a lot of suffering. I don't feel that's the way it was meant to go. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not. I'm not going to harp on. It's like people when they talk about their spirituality, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Well, this happens," and it's like, well, yeah. you know what? You don't really know. And maybe yeah. there's a different path for different people. And mm -hmm. what's your path may not be someone else's path. Yeah, absolutely. I just think, you can't judge. Yeah, not necessarily to bring up the dietary part of it. But I just think it's interesting that we might be for just. We obviously have that argument as mm. a society, as humans, but seeing that we're maybe on the a precipice of having that argument with the plant world yeah. is very interesting. And I, and, you know, I'm going to take it way, uh, way out into the universe, but, you know, talking about how, if we as humans have lived on this planet for, you know, millions of years and we haven't realized that plants are conscious, then mm -hmm. how would we ever know when we came across an alien life form, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. just by kind of thinking about, Man, like, are we have we really been that that dull this whole time? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> we have. I, yeah. yeah, I don't think we're the smartest species out there, to be honest. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, and, and it's so much bigger than what we can actually even comprehend. I feel mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you know, and uh, years and years ago, and there wasn't so many people on the planet too. Like, you'd live in existence with the animals and the nature, yep. and you know, people were so much more in tune with nature. Yeah, we're so separated um, by it now. Yeah, mm. it's it's sad, but so we have a bunch of stuff happen in the chat. So Luminous yeah, and I am Aisha are not here together. So weird, totally coincidental. Maybe you guys are supposed to talk to each other, and then. Um, yeah. I still don't believe it. And Salty was talking about how plants have a community. And actually, when I've done a, I've done a reading where Salty's plants came through and told they were thanking her for taking care of them. Mm. And then Donnie's world said that they can't gain weight 
Oh, talking about jealous. the food stuff, I guess if the air did have calories, poor Donnie still wouldn't gain any weight. And then Salty said oh. there's a book called The Secret Life of Plants, talks about all the stuff we've been talking about. And then Luminance brought up a very good question. So if you eat a piece of meat that has the animal spirit attached to it, would the animal spirit then become attached to you? Well, that's a good question, but then also you don't keep it in you. That's true. So what I do feel what they do, what can happen is because muscle can hold, muscle DNA can hold memory. Mm-hmm. And so the last memory that these animals have before they're slaughtered is fear, yeah. anxiety, mm-hmm. and stress. So some people that can be sensitive to these things, I'm not saying all, and I don't want to put anyone on the same page kind of thing, but some people that do eat meat that eat, say, a lot of chicken can actually have a lot of anxiety because they're the way they live. Yeah, and they don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, and so you really are what you eat. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who realized that, though. Like, she was, like, she stopped eating meat because she, when she was eating the meat, it was like she was connecting to that animal Mm -hmm. and she was feeling what they were feeling and then all of a sudden she was like, nope, can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, and some people won't agree with that, and that's totally fine. That's their yeah. belief system, mm-hmm. no problems. Um, but, yeah, I I feel that the animal would take a lot longer, and if they weren't crossed over, like, once it was gone from that piece of meat, then what? Then yeah. they have to look to Something. passing on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, oh, horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's craziness. But, yeah, it's each of their own. Salty asked if you've been um, uh, watching yeah. Ancient Aliens, Frosty. I watched, watched Ancient <laughs> Aliens, but on the show, Aliens uh, will be a topic. I want, I want to uh, eventually have someone who claims alien abduction on a show. Yes, like, yeah, that would be really cool. Be cool. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we'll get into Aliens. I. I, you know, uh, well, we actually talked about this a little bit before before stream tonight, but yeah, um, just eyewitness accounts of ancient aliens. I'm not going to claim that I know anything, and I typically <laughs> don't really buy into what they try to sell on ancient aliens, but but I think it's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Oh, you should. Didn't Amy Allen, do you guys, what's that show over in America? We mm-hmm. only get it. Dead Files. Yep. Um, we only get it when you acquire it. Um, and... Amy Allen was speaking. I remember she went into a house and the, the, I think it was the woman was getting abducted by aliens, no matter where she was going. Mm. And she didn't really have a, cause you know how she always offers solutions to get rid of it all. Yeah. And sort of stuff. And I feel that she, I think it was like, it was going to keep happening to she, her. She just like, nah, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Um, but that's who you need to have on your yeah. show. Someone like that. That would be interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I probably okay. saw that episode. I've I've watched so many of those. Oh, yeah. I love Amy Allen. Yeah, it's the best. But I wonder because they always have to, they you know they they have a very specific spin for that show that it's always like the bad mm-hmm. stuff. I would like to hear from her yeah, like whether she like the the good like does she ever see anything good? <laughs> <laughs> does she ever see like something they positive like does somebody have like a a lovely little fairy that lives in the garden or something like why is it always got to be some terrifying like you know cre- yeah, creature <laughs> yeah 
I haven't seen a fairy on that show. It's probably yeah, no. Something I haven't seen. If it was, if she did have a fairy on that show, it would be you know like have fangs and claws or something. Yeah, falling <laughs> out of yeah. the swamp. Yeah. You have to sell the. It climbs upside down on the ceiling. Yeah. The scary stuff. Yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Oh goodness. Um, oh dear. Yeah. So yeah, you know, lots of different. Yeah, I you know talking about that. There's you know lots of different um, lots of different spins. I feel like that have tried to happen with like paranormal television, but it usually ends up going that direction. I think that's yeah. just where the money that's is. where the ratings are. Yeah. People like to watch scary stuff, including me. Yeah, so. I do too. <laughs> I mean, I I just said that I've watched I don't know how many episodes yeah. of that show. Like, uh, so Donnie that's said. A bad story. Yeah, Donny said that he's very sensitive. I wonder if that has to do with the you know why you can't gain weight issue with the meat, maybe. And then, um, yeah, go ahead, Nicole. Oh, I was going to say because if you are an animal empath, you could be taking that on very mm. strongly. Like again, because I'm an animal mm. empath, so I feel it very much. And um, but then some people that aren't an animal empath doesn't feel anything and that's that's fine yeah. that's them so it might be something to look into yeah and then we've we're all in agreement that aliens are very interesting to talk about mm-hmm. uh salty said she feels like they're lower vibrational entities the aliens or the the stuff that amy allen does <laughs> then she said oh, i yeah. i like amy i feel like she has a lot of darkness that follows her because of what she does for work it's very possible i have a feeling she knows how to get rid of it though Plus, she, I don't know if anybody yeah, she, follows her on Instagram, but she sells crystals. So I think her house is usually full of like, these giant crystals and stuff. She's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then Luminance said, but then again, how do you define alien? Because technically, spirits and stuff like that are aliens. Mm-hmm. And I read this book. Yeah. I haven't done it for my book review yet, but it's called Aliens Among Us by Ruth Montgomery. And um, it was the first time that I ever thought about or realized that if we're talking about spirit being, that all spirit is from the same source, then alien spirits are from the same source too. And then kind of the opposite of that, then they're not really alien because we're all the same thing in the inside yeah. you know like our energy is all the same so i don't know it gets really complicated and if you want to <laughs> if you want to watch those uh watch those book reviews you can go find youtube medium jenny lee on youtube they're oh, up there yeah i need as to well do one for every that. episode of this show which you know is also on youtube so mm-hmm. if you missed one go check it out with that's people best. medium jenny lee Yep, last time was Joe with the vampires. And then next yeah, that was interesting. Next month we're gonna have Shana Marie. She's Reiki Master. She's gonna be talking about Reiki. And in April we're gonna have Vicky from Divinely Aligned, and she's gonna talk about angels and spirit signs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're both awesome. Yeah. I'm spewing a Miss Joe. <sighs> I mean, it's such a good show. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to go watch it. Yeah, the the vampire one was really cool. Mm, yeah, that would be cool. You'll just have to chunk it because it's a long one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it like doing my housework. I yeah, have to, like uh-huh. break it up in half now. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. And oh. Shane is awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about both of them. I just love that through our medium classes, we were all there to learn the same thing, but all of us had our own like specialties, you know, like yeah. everybody had their own, their own little special thing that made them just completely unique from everybody else. And I think it's really awesome. Yeah. It's been yeah. a while now, hasn't it too? A couple of yeah. years and we've all. And we've been sort of staying fun. together. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping in touch and doing <laughs> stuff. Uh, me and Joe and whoever else is going to, we're going to do a trans practice tomorrow at three. That's cool. Yeah. I'm really excited about the trans stuff. I did. Did you ever do the automatic writing with Cindy? No, I didn't. I did the psychometry though. That was okay. Cool. I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good one. Did you feel like you were able to do more of psychometry after you took the class? Yeah, it sort of gave me a little bit more freedom. Um, I, I don't know, just a bit more like it sort of opened me up. But a while ago, like a few years ago, my husband um, sent me a photo of a skull mm. that his friend found. And he's like, oh, my wife's an animal communicator. She'll do a reading for you. I'm like, what the hell? Just volunteered you for it. <laughs> yeah. And it was interesting because I was like, I tapped into, I didn't even realize it was sort of psychometry at the mm -hmm. time either. And I just tapped into the, because um, it's a head, a skull of a head. And I'm like, okay, well, the color looks like this to me, like a brown bird. And I feel like it was found in the lower corner of Queensland. You didn't actually cross the border to find it. And when I said that to my husband, he was like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure they found it in New South Wales. And then when he got back to me, he's like, yeah, actually, that's exactly where we oh, found wow. it. And yeah, so um, it was interesting to like, Get that, and then yeah. when you do the the course later, and like, oh, that's what I'm that's doing. what that's it was. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for those of you who don't know what psychometry is, psychometry traditionally is when you touch or hold an object or a surface that you can get psychic information from it because it like you know energy leaves an imprint. But you can also do it through photographs or not even seeing the object. We practice. I think we practice with somebody just having the object near them and they didn't show it to us and we had to figure out what it was um but yeah i took the automatic writing class and i don't know i can't it didn't work for me <laughs> i practiced well, and I, practiced and like yeah. just a bunch of scribbles so it's not it's not for me at this moment but the trance stuff i'm totally totally into like i've i've seen some i've seen some um advancing just in the few practices yeah. we've done well you've already started kind of accidentally going into trance into your stream right yeah on friday like my, my <laughs> first my first three or four readings i was starting to but i don't know how to translate it onto the twitch platform because a lot a lot of it is like being silent and like i can't be silent on twitch for 10 minutes <laughs> You know, with like people staring at my face to see if it's gonna change, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's cool though. Yeah. Uh that's really it's it, there's so many things to do. Somebody said this the other day in one of our practices. There's so many different things to do when it comes yeah. to this kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't I think even realize you cross over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like some things come and then some things go and some things you get yeah. really good at and yeah, sometimes you don't. 
like automatic no, writing. Oh, well, now you know, not your thing. It's not my That's thing right sense. now. Yeah, it could be later. You never yeah, know. Maybe one day. Yeah. But then Cindy said that was like the first thing that she really, that was like how she got into it because automatic writing came to her so easily. Yeah. Yeah. Not, then that's her path. Not me. <laughs> but you need to know your strengths and your weaknesses. Yes, so yes. Makes, you know, yeah. it's, it's a good thing. Uh, how you are try. you, uh, How are, I guess your remote viewing skills are pretty sharp because you use them a lot with your missing animals, being able to see well, a place. It's interesting because I see it as if I'm in their head. So it's more so, like you're getting it from the animal. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like me doing, I guess, what they have taught the government to do, the remote viewing. Mm -hmm. I get what the animal allows me to see. That's true. I sometimes, guess that is different. Yeah. Sometimes they don't want to. That's why it's kind of like a form of remote viewing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't want to show you because they're distressed and they don't want to have that connection with you. Um, then sometimes, like I've seen a cat in a cage in a vet and I was like in the cage, but the mm -hmm. head, it was, it's weird to describe. Um, and so sometimes that's why I can see they're down low because I can see everything up high. Um, oh yeah, mm -hmm. and those sorts of things. So it's because we did remote viewing in one of our classes. Mm -hmm. and I think I was with Brian, and I saw this like seventies kitchen, and it was really weird. And I can't remember whose it was, but it that was pretty good. But normally I rely on the animal. Oh, yeah. I that's mm -hmm. I'm very strong on. It's what the animal wants to show me, and it's always their message, and I don't want to tamper with their message. So yeah. if they allow me to see it. That's what I pass on, and that's cool. I'm just like the telephone cord. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, the the operator. <laughs> yeah, which is something that we were just talking about the other day was re uh, remote viewing and possibly down the road in the show having a guest on remote viewing and seeing if we can do an experiment. A group, a group that. of remote viewing. See if you yeah. guys can right. see where we where we're supposed to be. Yeah, do it as a group. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see what everybody gets. That's cool. Yeah, we've been talking about that. All right. Well, we've been on for about an hour and 45 minutes. And in, wow. in case you forgot, it's actually daytime for Nicole and she probably has stuff yep. to do. Yep. <laughs> Unlike us who are just going to go to bed. That's a, I think there's a lot of animals. Yeah. <laughs> that, yep. The geese already said that they needed some attention and a rooster, yeah. you know. Um, so they're quiet now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably know we're getting ready to wrap it up. They're not yelling at yeah. you anymore. Um, so thank you so much, Nicole, for being on. This is so fun. And you're just a, a wealth of wonderful knowledge and yeah. stories. Yeah. We'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks yeah. for having me. I've had fun. Good. Anytime you want to come back, I'm sure we can think, I'm sure I can come up with 80 more questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll warn you. And we'll yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Sounds good. So thank you for having me on. It's been great. Yes, thank you. All right, viewers. Thanks for watching. Thanks for my regulars for coming in. Thanks to my new people for coming in. Yeah. And um, do we want to raid somebody? Yeah, if you there's somebody to raid. Um, so I'll be back Friday at my usual time for my usual reading night. So my new people come back Friday night, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and I'll be doing yeah. readings. If you want to do a tarot reading or a medium reading, and um, Frosty's going to find so many to raid. Hope everybody has a wonderful week. I forgot it's Sunday. 
boo to yeah. get up get up really yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. Who's on? Anybody? Oh, Little Wing finally saw your message earlier. She said, yes, we did talk about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was what I was wondering <clears throat> about that. Oh, let's see. Um... Looking for languages here. Mm hmm. Languages. Yeah, I don't know how many. How many speak French? <laughs> oh, there's a there's a French tarot <laughs> person on there today. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, I don't think I've seen a French one. There, now there's a lot of Spanish speaking ones. All That's right, cool. let's go with Dia Magica. Okay. All right, everybody. I'm gonna go ahead and end the stream as soon as Salty's got oh. the raid. You guys have a wonderful week and good night. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back soon with another Witching Hours. And uh, I'll be back Friday to do readings. Hold on a second. Oh. slow tonight. That's right. Usually, when I have to do it by myself, you guys know how slow I am. <laughs> okay. It's working. Okay. There All right. Go. Good night, everybody. Bye.